You're listening to the Mountainside Kairos Podcast. Hey everyone, this is Jesse. Glad you're here on Monday, the 27th of April, or whenever you're joining. If you're following this podcast and or our Bible reading plan, today we as a church are reading Luke 2 and Psalm 148. Now this morning, as we enter into a new week, and yes, it's Monday, I checked. I'm aware that during this isolation period, the days seem to blend together. But yes, as we enter this new week, these Bible passages give us an awesome reminder to give praise to the Lord. Now, if you haven't already read Psalm 148 or Luke 2, I encourage you to pause this podcast and do that now. Because I'm going to be drawing from portions of each of these passages to demonstrate how they are linked in a very special way. Now, Psalm 148. If you've read this psalm, you've probably realized that the point the psalmist is trying to make is praise the Lord. And I would have to agree with you. He says it 13 times in 14 verses. The psalmist tells everything in the heavens, like angels, the sun, the moon, the stars, etc., to give praise to the Lord. He also tells all the things of the earth, the land, waters, weather, trees, animals, etc. All of these things to give praise to the Lord. And of course, he tells people, whether they be kings or children, whether they be rulers or the elderly, all are to give praise to the Lord. And in verses 13 and 14, the psalmist tells us why we should. Verses 13 and 14 The reasons why, it's because the Lord's name and his name alone is exalted or wonderful or glorious. It's because his splendor is above the earth and heavens, meaning he is so much greater than anything of his creation. And finally, in verse 14, we see that we should praise him because he has raised up for his people a horn. Now, this last section is what I'm going to focus on. But it's uh, at first glance, it might not be as clear as uh, it is once you think about it a little longer. So, a horn. What do you think of when you think of a horn or the raising of a horn? If you're thinking in the context of battle, you may think of a horn being blown to signify maybe the calling to arms or possibly the start of battle. Maybe it's blown to signify the arrival of, or the need of help. Or, in the most hopeful case, the horn would be raised to blow a triumphant blast to signify victory. Picture yourself now in that battle. That's where we all stand, waging war against sin and temptation. We are in the battle, but we are losing the battle. In fact, we're not just losing, but we're facing inevitable defeat. But in that place, God sounds the horn of victory for his people, sending salvation and freedom in the form of Jesus Christ, who rescues us from our sins. Praise the Lord indeed. 
Now, take a look at Luke 2 and ask yourself the question, how does this connect? You see, because Luke 2 covers all of Jesus' childhood from birth to late childhood, but we don't get any details like the wise men following the star or Jesus and his family having to run to Egypt to escape from an evil king. But what we do see is example after example of people pouring out their praise to God upon hearing about Jesus' arrival. In verses 10 and 13, we see the angels praising God in the presence of shepherds. In verse 20, we see shepherds returning this praise to God after meeting Jesus. In verse 28, we meet a man named Simeon, who upon meeting Jesus gives praise to God because he knows this is the promised Savior. And in verse 38, we meet an elderly prophetess named Anna, who gives thanks to God the moment she meets Jesus. Jesus is the horn of victory that has been raised up for the people of God by God himself. It is because of his coming to die for our sins that we are free from the punishment of death and exile from God's presence. Praise the Lord. God be with you all. Thanks.